you just did a corporate event. I did. You did. Yeah. Okay. So uh, here's if you're a comedian, here's the kinds of events you're doing. You're doing clubs. You're doing colleges. You're doing churches. You're doing corporate events. Yeah. No All birthday right. parties. I mean, you. Yeah. I, mean, let, I, let, did, I did a kids', kids birthday party. Yeah. I did a kids birthday. Let's party. call a, let's call a birthday party a corporate event. I, w- I oh, would okay. say yeah. Okay. And then private do, event. What'd you say? Private event. Yeah, you could say private event. event. Like, yeah. Um, and then cruises. What about weddings? You would, I would, let's call that a corporate event. The reason is because you go uh, clubs, colleges, churches, corporate events, cruises. It's literally five C's, which is kind of funny. Yeah. So like you. those are the, those are the, the five know, C's of comedy. The five C's of comedy. I mean, I didn't come up with it. <laughs> Look that at me. Oh, bar mitzvahs. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs. Yeah. So <laughs> quinceañeras. Those would be, those are kind of churchy events. Religious. And basically everything we threw out that wasn't a C, Adam just threw it into <laughs> a category that had a C. Oh, we'll call that corporate. It's what about a child's birthday? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, you're okay. No, I'm just. What about teasing. a pool party? Yeah. I think, is, is it at a church? I said at corporate. <laughs> church. All right. So that's where you're. Okay. Yeah. So uh, cl- clubs are obviously really fun, very hard to get into, very low paying most of the time. Yeah. You don't get paid anything. Obviously, colleges, it's hard to get into, but it's very lucrative. Mm-hmm. Churches are very unique. Mm. um that we fit that bill yeah, which yeah, is awesome yeah. and they're they're lucrative um and then corporate events are very lucrative well it's do the cruises are very lucrative but very time consuming yeah right you're away from your family yeah and you have You're to on a cruise though you are on a cruise but by yourself you can like eat, i went to paris you eat all you, you can, can eat. eat all you want yeah <laughs> yeah we should i know a guy who does cruises we should interview him um and then corporate events all right, so we're going to talk about corporate events just for a minute, not for the whole episode. But corporate events are unique because they are well-paying. Mm-hmm. You typically don't have to do a lot of time. And, uh, you know, you're just like, hey, this is awesome. I'm going to do 20 minutes. I get paid a grand or something like that. Fundraisers. Well, I just, what did I just, I just got, in, oh, I'm doing a, I just got booked on a, um, it's a kind of a, a depression awareness oh. kind of thing. Cool. It's definitely a corporate event. That sort of thing. And I thought, especially, I did my first corporate events this Christmas. Yeah. It was like, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. They're gonna, the, the bosses were excited. Yeah, One of yeah, them yeah. was just like, I love Mike Birbiglia. I was like, well, guess guess who I love? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm his understudy. And I get, I mean, yeah. <laughs> how about Adam Birbiglia? So I get there and I told you afterwards, I was just like, yeah. oh, that was, yeah, that was not very fun. Yeah. And it's not that, I, I ended up ditching my set and just doing crowd work, which that was fun. Yeah. But it's, we're learning. It is a unique yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And it is, there's a lot of different things that that can fight against doing the corporate events. One being like the room isn't always, it's like, in, like I did one in a casino ballroom. It's like, it wasn't. I did one in a casino ballroom. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, high ceiling, very huge, li- very big room. Big. Everybody was at these massive circle tables and really, really spread out. Yeah, I had like 50 people, maybe. And there was a lot of people, the one I did, but it was, it felt like a yeah, very, like just super big. Like, right. Yeah. And the lighting isn't super great. In like oh, it's a, terrible. Yeah, in a bar. Or non-existent. Like it's yeah, on. It's just on. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of like, like yeah. you're standing in a living room with like just the... Can yeah. we turn that lamp on? At mine, it was like the <laughs> boss's wife, also the boss, she she was just like, I just want to say a really nice thing about a few people. And she gave some gift cards and some cash. And we're at a casino and they're all getting little bonuses to go to the casino. Yeah. 
But first, here's Adam Bush, a comedian you've never heard of for an hour. Yeah, 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 and yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. So that's kind of your, I, you know, I walk away from that. I'm just like, oh, that wasn't as fun as I thought yeah. it was going to be. So you just did one. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. What are, what was it kind of? Well, it's that, it's that tension you were just talking about is like, they're not really there to hear from you. A lot of these people are probably there, you know, for the organization that they're supporting. A lot of times it's like a fundraiser or something mm-hmm. like that. And, um, you know, sitting at round tables isn't always the best, right? Uh, you know, because like half of the people aren't looking at you, or they unless they stop and like kind of turn their 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 chairs around. But so it's just a different going from like doing a room that's like hundred people in it that's like small and tight, or they're all hundred, there for they're comedy. all there for comedy. They're all you know packed in, looking at you, expecting expecting laughs compared yeah. to a room of people that are you know, eating some cheesecake while you're talking about whatever. It just feels like I, my, my perspective is those are, those are very challenging mm-hmm. because um, you kind of feel sometimes like you're just performing on a stage and no one really wants you to be there. I think that's a, I think that's very real. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't want you to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you are like an, a lot of times it's just like and an add-on. Right. Yeah. It's like get to the thing. I'm here for the auction. Yeah. Like I'm on a I want to support this thing. And so um yeah, it's like you're just one more thing that mm-hmm. that people don't. Yeah. So how did yours go? So I thought it went well, uh, in terms like everyone seemed to have a good time and you know, the organizers seemed to be very happy with it. And and I, for me personally Hold on, I wanted to stop for a second. Yeah. A comedy show where the response is, uh, how was the show? Everyone seemed to have a good time. The promoters liked it. The audience seemed okay. Like, I, that's not what you want. <laughs> like, yeah, you right. want it to be like, oh, it was amazing. Oh, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, the whole place was going nuts. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were, they couldn't eat because they were laughing too hard. <laughs> For everybody that was there, it seemed like they enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. If if you asked them at the end of the night, take it or leave it, they probably would have been like, yeah, whatever. I thought it was fine. I come from, my background is sketch comedy or like mm-hmm. where it's like, it's the focus and it's like, we're going to, like if they're not like belly laughing, then something really went wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. that's the goal. Like that's what our target is. Is like, I want to really get these people going and I just never got them there. And so mm-hmm. for me, it felt like, ah, like... Is it me? Is it the room? Is it, you know... How long was your set? It was only like 10 minutes. What jokes did you do? So I I did... I talked about getting older. I did my bird stuff. I did... um, I love love this line of work. I did my bird stuff. I did my bird stuff. Like, did you do the goose joke? I did the goose joke. I love that joke. Yeah. Um, I can't even remember. Oh, and then I did all the stuff about what my body's doing now. And the falling down and all that kind of stuff. You end on falling down. I ended on falling down, okay. and um, and and so then it was fine. Then we transitioned to the next part of the thing. Then when we did the auction, they asked me to help do the auction with the auctioneer, which I'd never done before. But I was like, oh, this this will be fun. Yeah. And we had so much fun, and uh, it was cracking jokes, and it was. You were just regular. You weren't a character. No, yeah, it was just me, and then we were just kind of riffing back and forth about stuff or whatever. And I was, I was introducing all the different things that we're going to be bidding on. Like, what's an example of kind of a joke? 
Uh, I mean, like one, like one, one joke was we were, we then go down into the audience and we're like, um, we did this thing where if you want to donate a few hundred bucks to this certain thing, then basically put your card up. Yeah. And, and so there was one that was a really big, big number that we're asking for. And, and one of the guys with this card and the auctioneer was like, I he's one of my best friends. Thank you so much. I got to give you a kiss on the forehead for that. <laughs> and so it was, you know, just whatever. And then I was like, anybody else want to kiss on the forehead? <laughs> and it was a good laugh. But it's just like yeah, riffing on yeah. what. Yeah. It does seem that like my experiences with corporate events have been people love the live yeah happening interacting with what's going on right now in the room instead of trying to go like you know what i struggle with is you know just the 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 material (laughs) yeah there's yeah one of those events that i did for like a a piping company they i said (laughs) who's in charge of hr here and one of the owners was like i guess i kind of am yeah and i was like that's what you want from your hr director i kind of am (laughs) And we're passionate about it. that HR. kind of joke seems to i mean it does well in comedy too i mean it's just crowd work but like yeah that seems to be better in because it's about them it's connected more closely to them yeah whereas so that's where i just go you know is the material i did rethink my material for corporate gigs and i always try to like build in a few jokes about the night or whatever, just to try to find those kind of maybe the, the more obvious connections to the room or what mm-hmm. the, you know, what the um, organization's about or whatever. And yeah, I, I think it's just learning how to do that more. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't know that we're going to be corporate comics for the rest of our lives or whatever, yeah. but even when we're much more successful, like we're going to get requests for, corporate events yeah they'll be more high paying yeah i'll go swing by google and right exactly yeah (laughs) twenty thousand dollars sure and uh (laughs) i think like i think having that tool Mm -hmm. is really really helpful yeah yeah the uh and i think the only way you can get that tool is to keep using it (laughs) yeah Got to sharpen it, you yeah, know. I'm sorry. That's the thing. That's it. I feel like that's what Pastor Bobby would say. <laughs> you gotta just keep using it. Yeah, I don't know. That's, what what character was, weird, that's didn't a different? Character. Like there's two characters in the same time. Yeah. You know? uh, <clears throat> okay. Isn't All right. Good? Yeah. There you go. That's oh, my little trigger. That, Isn't that good? Is what is gets me a, into the is what gets me into the character. Yeah. So uh, hey, it's we're we're learning. I think. I don't think it means that like you're having to rethink your whole set. Yeah. I, mean, I think you keep my, my experience, which is bar- like in this area is barely just as maybe one step yeah. ahead of you on that, on this. I think you just have to keep being aware of what these events are. And, uh, sorry, I'm struggling with no, this. Right <laughs> that's do they, ha- do they have comedy workshops? Yeah. Are you, you saying we need to go to comedy in wow. jokes or oh, screw you, Gary? I mean, <laughs> okay. There's, there's. I'm not suggesting to go, go do it, but there's. It seems like there's acting school. Oh, they have yeah, yeah, they tons of workshops. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. done, I've done tons of stuff, especially during COVID. A lot of them went online. I did a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Very helpful. Mm-hmm. Very helpful. And you would like us to go to another one? It yeah, like we need doing. to start raising money. Okay. 
Cor- well, we should, yeah, corporate, specifically corporate workshops. How to do the, yeah. Corporate things. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Today we're yeah. talking about networking. Doesn't that sound fun? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Networking. We'll do, we'll do our best to make it fun. We're just going to talk about uh, what it looks like. I mean, it's a self-employed kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I just and, tuned out, guys. I know oh you my gosh. just tuned out. Uh, networking is something that I, I've always struggled with all yeah. my life. I, I've always... Um, Oh, like just stuff like um, I've just had some amazing opportunities that I that I just in my mind it's like oh that's cool and then I would leave it at that. Okay, so how about this? Where, is this more fun, Garrett? We're talking about where we find opportunities. Is that better? Does that sound better? We could just talk about all my botched opportunities. Okay, Chris's <laughs> botched opportunities. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> No, I think I think not. The headline can't mean networking, <laughs> unless it's like networking fails. Uh, I don't or, think any, it's anything more or missed opportunities. Missed opportunities, Chris has missed opportunities. <laughs> yeah, call it missed opportunities. That that's funny. Just, networking sounds corporate. Yeah, it no, does. and it's so boring. Yeah, yeah, it does sound like you got to go out to all the. A big difference between you and I, yeah, is I people will ask me regularly, like Adam, how do you find? How are you going to like? I just I just did California, a few shows in California. I was up in Virginia. It's like where are you finding these? I like connecting with people. Yeah, I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, and <laughs> Chris is looking at me with. This thing. <laughs> what's a, and what's amazing and so like i work really hard like i reach out to people every single day yeah this is super nerdy of me but i try to reach out to 10 people a day that's awesome even if it's you like you had told oh, me like yeah, yeah, yeah. like a couple of days ago you're just like hey we might have a potential yeah. show somewhere and i was just like put, i just wrote your name down and i was just like make sure you reach out to chris about that yep so I try to reach out to 10 people a day and that's something i heard a comic say a long time ago i don't always hit it uh but i i get pretty close where do you come up with the 10 people? To it's pretty hard. To? Yeah. 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 So ten, it's 10 different people every day. Yeah. It's, this is so boring. I'm going to fall asleep, but I'm just going to say it anyway. I have a friend, Mark David, shout out to Mark. Cause he does listen to the podcast. Ooh, let's go Mark. Good pal. Mark's that guy came up to you. He was like, Hey, I'm, it was at my show. And he was just like, yeah. Hey, you remember? Wait, you do remember? Uh, yeah, your show. Where you, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did he say to me there? No, he you, came up to you and he was just like, "I'm here with Stephen Stevens." Remember, he had okay. like he had like his phone out or whatever. Yeah, I remember that now. Mark's great. He's a, yeah. a, a longtime friend. He's he's a business dude. Like he's awesome. he's a salesman. He's really good at it. And he, you know, he says anyone that you know has an opportunity for him to sell something to them or to even get another referral or whatever, that's a lead. Mm-hmm. And so. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna die. I'm hey Adam, what CRM are you using? I don't know. I don't know. But Mark was really nice and he reached out to me one day. And he was like, Hey, I could help you. Yeah. Just think about this. I was like, Okay, great. So he came over to the house, talked to me for like That's awesome. three hours. It was very generous. And he just said, you know, what I'm looking for. Just uh and so I and so and just kind of taught me kind of what a lead is just like somebody who might have an opportunity for me to like reach out or whatever. Okay. So anyway, so thank you, Mark. You, it really has, it really has like financially changed my life for the better. Just having that in my arsenal. If you want to come over again, you can. Um, and so every time I see, 
can get through this fast. Every time I, I think of someone who might be an mm. opportunity for a show or another comic who might have an opportunity for a show or a church, because mm-hmm. I love performing in churches, or a club, I write it down. Mm. And I have this long note. Anytime I meet a comic, I say, like, especially somebody out of town, I'm like, hey, could I trade you leads? Like, I know so-and-so at this club. Do you know anybody? Oh, wow. And I was performing at Flappers in Burbank the other day, and the girls – actually – this is a this is a better story. The the host said, um, "Where do you perform?" I said, "I perform in a lot of churches." And she goes, "I don't think I'd be great in churches." And I was like, oh, "Okay." Do you feel like? And I said, "Do you feel like I'm pushing you to perform in churches?" And she goes, "No, I thought we could just trade." Mm. And I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't pick up on that." I was mm. like, "Yes." What do you have? And she's like, "I know somebody does cruise ships." And I was like, "I know a club in Arkansas. I'll trade you." And so I did. And so she gave me the email address of the person. And I reached out to him and then I, I said, here's the email address to dude in Arkansas. And so now every time I meet somebody new, like I'd be like, you got, could I trade you somebody? I got a, I know a few managers like here in, in Tulsa and a couple of different places. So that's an, another example. So I just write it down. Interesting. And then I'll just get on Facebook. Uh, I've talked about this before, but when I met Nate Bergazzi, he said, pick a lane mm-hmm. and find your people. I found my people. That's you guys. And then my lane is I do clean comedy. I do church comedy. Um, I'm a storyteller. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'll, I get online Facebook and I just start. I mean, my Facebook and Instagram are just inundated with comedy stand-up stuff. Like mm-hmm. some of the algorithms, some of who I follow. The other day I saw Nashville. Someone has this thing called Clean, clean Comedy Collective. Mm. And I was just looking at it. It's smaller, but it's just a group of four people. They're dedicated to clean comedy in Nashville. I just DM'd them. I'm like, I'm a clean comic in Tulsa. I put on a monthly show here. If you guys ever wanted to come down, mm-hmm. you could do a show. I'm going to be in Nashville pretty soon. And and, and the guy was just like, give me a call. And I called him. We talked. We're going to try to put something together. Amazing. So that's, I like doing that. Will you be my agent? I could be your agent. I could <laughs> probably make me good money. And then I could just be like, and he's got a great opener. <laughs> it's, I, actually, it's probably a pretty good idea. That Sounds we like a win-win. We should totally do that. Yeah. Actually, I could sell you really well. Because right now I have to just I, well, like, talk- I got a dry bar special coming out. I could come out, you know. Well, you're talking about knowing, like finding your lane or whatever. I think that is part oh my God, of the, Chris, what I'm wrestling with right now. I'm. We might, if we, if this is on the podcast, this is amazing. Because here's the deal. With a club, Yeah. all I have to say is he's got 100,000 TikTok followers and thirty thousand Instagram followers. Yeah, it's 20, he, 25. Well, Instagram. not not when I. By the time this, not plays. when I promote you. <laughs> <laughs> now, I appreciate that two hundred thousand. I think we're at about a the, million. We're getting close to a quarter of a million. <laughs> well, when I I said followers, I meant accounts reached in the last. I'm year. going followers, my friend. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. And and. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. And, and, but the thing is, headliners get to take a feature with them. I think I could do that, Chris. But you'd have to have 45 minutes. That's I the know. problem. That's yeah. the issue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, with my characters, I could, I think I could get to 45 pretty easy. You're talking okay. About. Well, then there, there you go. Okay. So I, that's where, that's something I'm pretty good. I'm pretty yeah. good at is reaching out to people. But, and you, Anyways, yeah. you struggle with it. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I struggle. I just, I, I think it's, I'm more um, introverted and I don't, I just don't see, I think people reaching out to me a lot of times, I just assume, oh, that was nice of them to do that. Right. I don't see the opportunity of like, oh, maybe I should say this back 
and then we can strike yeah. up a relationship where like yeah. someone shouts me out or something. I think that's so cool. Someone shouts out Adam. And then like two weeks later, he's telling me like, Hey, we're going to coffee on Friday. You're like, right. you're able to just like progress the relationship. And like, if, if I would have won the contest with Mike Birbiglia, yeah, that would have been the last time I talked oh, I to know. Mike Birbiglia yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the night that I did the show. Yeah. I'm like, man, that's so cool. Thank you. See ya. And you've got like a relationship now because it's like you know how to navigate that. Where I, I just it's it I think seems it's something foreign my, to me. I think it's something that my my dad, my dad was very relational. Yeah, yeah, he would. Yeah, he. I can't tell you how many times I'd be with him, like on a bus, like in another city. Yeah, and we get off the bus. He's like, "We're going to the Bears game now." I just got two tickets from that guy. That's amazing. He did that all the time. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I love people. <laughs> It's not like I'm like, oh, I hate everybody. You sound like you're a preacher making a faith statement. (laughs) I do. I say it and I I, have it. I I name it and I claim it. I love people. I do love people. I do love people. No, I really do enjoy relationships and getting to know people and all that. I just just feel awkward. Like I don't – like I feel like I'm – I feel like I'm like showing up to play a game that I don't know the rules to. And so I'm just constantly feeling like I'm like, is this yeah. against the rules, or is that, right. or is that too quick or too? You don't love do putting I... yourself out there either. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Chris is shaking his. Head. I'm getting better at that. Like you I, are better. I am you getting are. better at just going yeah. like this is part of what I feel like God's called me to do. Is like I have to be okay. And and really, this last year's helped me a lot of like kind of breaking through. Um connecting with just tons of people that are so different than me or whatever, just people from all over the the world writing things about you or whatever, where you just have to go like, they're going to misunderstand me Mm -hmm. and that's totally fine. Like I I feel like I've grown through that, but just the personal relationship side of stuff where I I think I struggle to maintain relationships. You and Gary are both like that. You're kind of like that, aren't you, Gary? Like the work comes to you. You don't really. Yeah. I don't, I don't go after stuff. Part of that is that I, when I have tried it, it was always fruitless. Mm. Yeah. But the flip side of it, I think that you guys are better artists than I am. Mm. And I think because of that, you get you get asked to do more than maybe I do initially. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like you, yeah. I mean, just like, you know, your follower counts are just like you do. You get asked to do a lot more corporate kind of events that yeah. I do. Mine's a little bit more like if I find a lead or someone reaches out, like I'm pretty proactive yeah. about yeah. it. But I mean, I, I just, I really respect the amount of work you've put into your standup. And like, I just, I mean, I just feel like you're on a trajectory to where you're just getting better and better and better. And it's like so. the people that do that, I feel like always end up in a great place where they're so. like putting in the work and, I think you could say some of that, like as far as acting and stuff with me, Definitely. of just like, yeah, for years and years and years, I've, oh, I've yeah. been doing sketch comedy or performing on stages and stuff like that. So it's not like I just rolled out of bed and like, I should be on TikTok. But the live side of it in these kind of settings mm-hmm. is, is more new to me. And so I'm trying to kind of make and you, find I, my way through that. I mean, for, first, that's very nice that you said that to me. That means a lot to me. So thank you. Uh, I would also say you spend a lot of time acting. Mm-hmm. Like you, that's just a lot mm-hmm. of your time. Mm-hmm. And I don't, um, I have, I have one, I, I have to write all the time yeah. like between yeah. the television show and comedy. Like that is yeah. my main thing. Yeah. And I don't have anybody who's just like 
could you tell me that joke again and I'll pay you money? You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, Nobody's yeah. asking. I'm not doing cameos, anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. This is the only way that I make money. So yeah. I, I, think, I think where you are an amazing actor and I'm not, I don't sure. put any work. Yeah. I think we've heard about how many auditions I've actually gotten. <laughs> a zero. Could you connect me to your... Yes, I can. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Yeah. That's a really good example. Of it's like, a perfect example. So long it's ago. When I example. got the agent, I told him, I was like, I got a guy that you might be interested in. He's like, let me know. And I was like, Chris, are you interested? He's like, I am. <laughs> what do I... Follow through. What's the next it's, step? The next step. We're going to follow through. Yeah, it's fall. It is fall through. It's a lot. Maybe I'll just do the follow through for you <laughs> before I lose the agent for getting no auditions and making him no money. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So you know, I I don't know. What did we take away from this? Um, I think it's helpful that we're friends. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's right. It always goes back to friendship. Well, it, no, I think it speaks to the power of community, though, and like, I don't know, just like that. We all like none of us have all the gifts like that's like like that's, that's why we need each other that's uh-huh. there's things we don't know we have until someone else goes man you're really good at that and you go like oh i just have always been able to do this i didn't realize that was a big deal yeah um like understanding the gifts that we have and how they can serve other people in our in our world like i just think that's a beautiful that's a beautiful way to live life is like serving people around you with what mm-hmm. you're good at. Um, and so it's cool to me when we get three people like us in the room where we all have different things that we're really good at mm-hmm. and just kind of seeing what happens when we, we combine our superpowers. But maybe we'll call the episode combine your superpowers, <laughs> combine your superpowers. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Honestly, while you were, while you were talking about, you writing all the time and and me acting all the time, man, I just really felt like this, like over, I just about got teary eyed a little bit, just overwhelmed, overwhelming feeling of gratitude of just like, Holy crap. Like we're literally sitting here talking Mm -hmm. about your job is to write Mm -hmm. and my job is to act Mm -hmm. and like how stupid and amazing that is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. How cool. It's just amazing, man. It's, I feel so lucky and it's just it's the coolest. If it ended here, I'd be like, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. Oh, you're, you're saying our careers. Yeah. No, I yeah. mean, if our careers ended, I'd be like, that was an awesome few years. That was really cool that we got to do that. That was really fun. Yeah. Totally. All right. Now I got to go make these cheeseburgers. And you know what I would say? <laughs> what? I'd go, called it. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. And Gary's just always believed in us and just oh, our biggest it's just overwhelming. Just oh just flooded with the encouragement that comes from a best friend. Thank you, Gary. And it's funny, I my words aren't encouraging, but my actions are. Yeah. That's uh, true. That very We're true. in Gary's so house. We are. He set this shoot up. I just you know, I I put the work in. Gary's Gary's a great guy. If you if you ever need something in your house fixed, invite Gary over. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to tell him what it was. Just invite me over for dinner. I'll he, notice it. He'll notice it. <laughs> yeah, he fixed stuff at my house that I didn't even me ask too. him to. Yeah, he's just like, we're gonna fix this beeping sound. He like, fixed. Oh, thank you. Gary fixed something that the contractor uh, installed incorrectly. <laughs> it was a uh, the back sliding door. 
yeah. the the latch, the lock didn't ever work properly. Oh. And he just happened to be back there and he goes, this is upside down. Oh my God. Yeah. Adam, get me a screwdriver. Changed my life. Solve this problem. Incredible. Yeah. So many things like that. Yeah. Friends are important. <laughs> That's what this episode is about. And so, so many people, I mean, there's a lot of, like, I feel like I see jokes about all the time of how hard it is to make friends in your thirties or forties or whatever. And we're past our, we're past our thirties. We're pal- yeah, we're, yeah. we're well past that. And, uh, yeah, I can't imagine going through life without friends. We did make these friends in our twenties. So I don't, I guess that is true. We didn't make them in our forties. Yeah. So hold on to your friends. Hold on to your friends. Maybe that's the Maybe that's, message for today. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Fun episode. Um, hey, uh, the podcast is growing. Hey, awesome. I'm still in this phrase from another podcast, but it is the little podcast that could. Oh, I like it. Yeah. And uh, uh, for everybody who has reviewed our podcast, shared our podcast, I'm looking at you, Tiffany Tolbert, <laughs> um, or told people about our podcast, just kept listening to it. We continue to get more listeners every single week, more viewers. We are very appreciative. We love, yeah. we love doing this and uh, sharing our story with you. And so, uh, if you haven't, if you haven't reviewed it yet, then, uh, that would be awesome. We'd appreciate it. Especially you don't have to, but if you wanted to give it a whole five star review, I'm looking at you, Abby Rawlings. I really appreciate that. Then we would appreciate it. I mean, you can give it a three if you want, but we could use a five. You know, if you don't have anything nice to say, maybe (laughs) don't say it. But Uh, yes, any interaction would be super helpful. Yeah. Sharing it and uh, that uh, sharing it, subscribing to it and reviewing it is very helpful. And then send us an email. We've had some riskitpod at gmail.com. Let us know what you want us to talk about and we will. And Adam Bush, Chris Munch, Gary Hornstein, Gary Hornstein. We'll see you out there. Adios. 